1: And today we're talking about, I just realized I don't know whether to do it in a French accent or not, (laughs) croissant.
0: Croissant. Or Or croissants. Croissants, in fact.
1: Or Chris sandwiches,
0: <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> not Chris sandwiches. We're not talking about okay. Chris sandwiches,
1: uh, but we are talking about croissants. And of course, uh, we are eating croissants. And I could not be more delighted about this turn of events.
0: I know. I was thinking on the way over here that that I often start out shows by saying I am so excited about today's show. Yep. And today, maybe the most excited I have ever been.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about it too, and I'm really excited about the next show we're doing too, which uh, which you'll hear about in two weeks. Um, I. A croissant is sort of such an unlikely thing to have been a world conquering pastry, don't you think?
0: Well, it's for one thing, it's so delicate; it's not mm-hmm. like it travels well. And for another thing, it, it's really labor intensive and yeah. difficult to make. Like you would think that something like um, a, a muffin would be the world conquering pastry.
1: Well, and I think they are, but uh,
0: but not like croissant. I mean,
1: like it's true. Like it's 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 a fundamental item. Yes. Have you ever made croissants from scratch? Now I'm doing like a half French, half American. Just like you know, <laughs> croissants. Have yeah. I ever made
0: croissants? Um, I have not. I feel like th- there are there's a certain category of food that I feel like I'm never going to be able to make as well as someone who has made you know them every day yep. for years and years. So why bother? And croissants are one of the things I feel that way about. I also feel that way about like chocolate confections like
1: oh absolutely
0: chocolates where it requires like tempering the chocolate yeah that's that's Fran's job bother that is totally Fran's job um and I also kind of feel that way about uh, really I feel that way about baguettes for some reason definitely I, I sort of feel that way about other breads but I really feel that way about baguettes I'm never gonna like you know Try to yeah, because I've I've done, done the I've done like baguette.
1: the no need bread that you bake in a pot, but you can't bake a baguette in a pot. No, why someone's going to email and say yes, you can bake a baguette <laughs> in a pot. <laughs> Thank you in advance for that email.
0: Um, have you ever made croissants?
1: <laughs> I have never made croissants. I mean, I love I love the idea that you that you make like this big rectangle of butter. What do you call it? like the slab of butter? The
0: I, I was actually.
1: Like you know you make a big rectangular slab of butter yeah. and, and and uh and you sort of fold meet, it fold in. that into mm-hmm. your to your uh dough um that's really cool uh I'm sure I would I've do always, it wrong
0: you know I've always wanted to use a sheeter oh in a, in oh a, right yeah
1: the thing the thing that um
0: uh, it's like, it looks like a like a laminating machine. Well, it is kind of a laminating machine, but for dough.
1: Yeah. I mean, it passes the dough um, it, on a conveyor belt back and forth. Through rollers. Through a roller. So it's, it's like, you know, sort of like, <laughs> it looks sort of like the toasting oven at Quiznos, only with a rolling thing instead of an oven in the middle. <laughs> and it goes both ways.
0: And basically, you put in it this this dough that you have sort of folded butter into, and you feed it back and forth through this thing many, many, many times. Um, folding it and turning it. And so you get these layers of thin layers of butter in between layers of dough. So I feel like
1: croissants, there, there are so many things you have to get right. Because I, you know, I don't want to be a super croissant snob, but there are a lot of bad croissants in the world. There are so many bad croissants. And, and I don't, and I, I certainly understand that. It's not like, bad chocolate chip cookies that there's no excuse for. Croissants are really hard to make well.
0: Yes, which is why I will never make them.
1: Yes, me neither. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do want to eat them. (laughs) I want to eat them as soon as possible.
0: Well, so we have, we each have three half. We started out with three croissants. Look, now I'm I'm trading Uh off how I say them too. And we cut them in half. And we thought that we would maybe taste these, not to critique them, but just to sort of tease out what makes a croissant good and what we're looking for. Yes, because obviously we are authorities having made millions of these,
1: uh, having eaten millions of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for color. I'm looking for, I want to see the layers of dough rolled in the middle. Um, I, I want it to pull apart with kind of oh, elasticity. Yeah. Can, can oh, I pull man.
0: one? Oh yeah, pull it, pull it. Ooh, oh, that's that's nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know the way like a cotton ball kind of pulls, like it's got this sort of tension to it. I'm looking, exactly. I'm looking for that. Okay, so I'm going to start with the same one that you mm-hmm. started with. Ooh, this one is really pretty. You can see like um, almost like the way that it baked on top and it's all crispy and shattery. You can almost see like little pockets of air under these like bubbles of the crust.
1: Mm, that um, is so good.
0: I really—I'm also looking for a shatter factor. Like, I really want to yes. be covered in croissant shards when I'm finished.
1: Oh, yeah. It's—my it's, it's my, my entire torso is going to be a disaster area.
0: I mean, no, this one's kind of salty. It is. And that, mm-hmm. that's,
1: that's just one of the so many factors you have to get right. I mean, you have to get the, the yeastiness. Because croissants are a yeasted dough, um, you know, unlike other puff pastry-ish items. You know, there's some yeast in there, and you want to be able to taste that, but not too much. You want the salt to be right. You want it to be buttery, but not greasy. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I can't believe anyone has ever successfully made one of these things. It's astonishing.
0: Do you like it to, when you bite into it... I am in awe. When you bite into it, do you like it to spring back with all the layers kind of separate? Or do you like it to smash down... You know, like kind of get glued together where you bit into it.
1: Oh, that's a really interesting question. I think my preference is for it to spring back. Mm-hmm. Um, I do sort of have a soft spot for Costco croissants.
0: What?
1: <laughs> I, which which Say that again?
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Costco croissants, which I I know they're terrible, but. You know they're they're like the Wonder Bread of croissants. They're they are not flaky. They are mushy. Um, but you know you can make a sandwich with them, and uh, you know they're just kind of delightfully greasy. And and those those are like the quintessential like stick together. Okay. When you bite into you it, you brought up
0: sandwiches again, and I really need to talk about this. Why in God's name would people ever make a sandwich on a croissant? I don't understand. I'm not a fan of the croissant cr- sandwich.
1: I am, I am not usually either, but sometimes... You know, I used to get the Burger King croissant sandwich when I was growing up. <sighs> I still occasionally do. I have a soft spot for it. I, you know, I, I don't often... There, there's not really any other sandwich that I prefer to have served on a croissant. Um, I, I think it's just like an American thing. Like, you know, I found this thing. Let's use it to make a sandwich. <laughs> You know, any, any item you find in the United States mm-hmm. will either be put I into found... the middle of a sandwich or be used as the bread in a I sandwich. I found
0: this empty shoebox. Mm-hmm. Do you think we could fill it with lunch meat and cheese?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I think we can do that. I think uh, that's the next episode that I'm so excited about. <laughs> shoebox sandwiches.
0: Hey, so hold on. One of these croissants, the, the one that you picked up.
1: Oh, now it's my fault.
0: It's totally your fault. I don't think this one is very good. So this one, to me, is a little on the waxy side. Mm -hmm. It's a little tough. It doesn't really shatter. And I'm not getting a very good butter flavor. Let's talk about this.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, it it just goes back to what we were saying. I mean, it's all all about the balance. I I don't think it's a terrible croissant. No,
0: no, it's not Um, terrible. But it is definitely, to me, it's missing some crucial texture and and flavor
1: yeah it's points. too it's a little too sweet it's not salty enough mm-hmm. okay so i'm moving on to, so so one of the ones you brought is like kind of absurd looking
0: it is it is it's it's like the ends of it are almost kind of square
1: yeah it's, it's like it's like it's wearing square toed shoes uh, totally or it has fists coming out of it oh but i i like the uh the
0: pull what do you think of that one what's this one doing for you I like this one because it was baked pretty dark. I like a, like a dark croissant. I don't want it to be pale.
1: Um, when I was in Japan, um, and, first, and first of all, I can't believe that you haven't yet said when I was in France. Um,
0: Do you know that on the way over here, as I was driving over, I thought to myself, Molly, don't talk about France. <laughs> don't talk about France. And in my head, I was like, well, you've got to talk about France. I mean, we're, we're eating a pastry that, even though I guess it, it had its origins in Vienna.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: Well, in France, you would call this style of pastry a... a Viennoiserie. Viennoiserie. Wow. Oh, my God, nice work. Uh, we should look up that Vienna thing in case I'm making a terrible mistake. But anyway, the world thinks of, of croissant as a French thing, but I'm not talking about France today. You can talk about it all you want.
1: Well, I was going to talk about Japan because when I was in Japan, <laughs> um, which um, uh, does have very good French pastry, um, I, there was this bakery called Dun Brown.
0: Yeah. Awesome,
1: and I I agree with was you. It Pastry D- must be done brown.
0: Was it D O N E or D U N?
1: Mm. Good question. D O N E.
0: I really like the the sugar to salt balance of of this last one. I feel like, I mean, all of these croissants are slightly flawed in their way. Yeah, I, I don't know
1: that I've ever had a perfect croissant, and maybe that's that's.
0: Is Maybe there the quest for croissant? the perfect
1: croissant. It's, it's about the journey. It is it's about not the, destination. the journey.
0: Yeah. It's about the journey to France. Oh, <laughs> right. I wasn't going to talk about that. Is there any croissant you wouldn't eat?
1: Mm. I i feel like I've had some really bad ones. Yeah, I've had um, some really... I,
0: I don't like the one... Have you ever had ones that are like huge? Like literally the size of uh a shoe box no, no, um, no i mean there are some that are huge that like yeah. show up in like um like you know airport coffee shops
1: yes yeah exactly um you know like coffee a croissant you get at a coffee chain is almost always going to be terrible
0: yeah would you eat it if you were starving to death would you eat it if there were no other food on earth <laughs>
1: Um, why i have to think about that yes
0: (laughs) okay Uh, would you eat it if there were a bagel next to it no what if the bagel were really big and bad oh this is this is uh, which one would you choose a really bad croissant or a really bad bagel this is just making me sad
1: (laughs) okay Um, you don't have to answer that i think i guess probably i would choose the bad croissant unless it was bad because it was rancid because oh. at least the croissant has butter. That's true. Um, that's true. You know, probably, probably like I would, I would, uh, it would take longer before I starved if I had the croissant. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's great.
1: Since these are the last two food items on earth.
0: That's great. Okay.
1: Um, uh, I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, could, could we like um, have spices up a little by um, having me find a shoebox full of lunch meat <laughs> behind the counter, maybe?
0: I think I would choose that.
1: So so we've got. I've gone into a post apocalyptic Starbucks, and the only things in there are a um a giant a, croissant, a giant croissant, giant a, bagel, a giant bagel, and a, a stashed away box full of bologna
0: <laughs> at room temperature. At
1: room temperature, it's mm. probably been sitting there for several days. You
0: lucky man.
1: Um. Yep. Is it going to be starvation or listeria that gets me?
0: <laughs> um. Hey. So do you like? Kinds of croissant that aren't just plain.
1: I do, yes. Would you um, the plain? The plain is my. F-
0: <laughs> I just yes. to ask you another. <laughs> you know, given an apocalyptic scenario, what flavor of croissant would you choose? no go on. Sorry, sorry. I like the
1: I like the chocolate and I like the almond. Um, those those are by far the two most common, right?
0: What if there's a chocolate almond? What if you choose between uh, is, death by chocolate almond <laughs> croissant? Here is
1: something I will say that is actually relevant to what you're saying. Great. Um, I think a bad almond croissant is way better than a bad plain croissant.
0: Oh, I totally agree.
1: Because the almond paste is, is sort of a constant.
0: Anything is better with almond Yeah,
1: paste. it's really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would even eat... I might even eat...
1: A shoebox full of almond paste?
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay. I, I could be forced to do it.
1: What about a sandwich where the almond paste is the bread? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and inside bread. is bologna. <laughs> yes. Um, I would eat it.
1: The thing I like about it, did you bring an almond croissant? Yes. Um, the thing I like about um, almond paste is not just that it's got the the, uh, the great flavor, which is very different from the flavor of like a toasted almond, but it's got that great chewy texture
0: oh, to it. It's the best. And the almond croissant I brought today is um, one of my favorites. Should I should I cut it first? Let's yeah, yeah. feel how heavy it is. Which this is this is my. Favorite part of it. Oh, croissant. it's like a five pound croissant. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay. Hang on. I'm going to go cut it.
1: Okay. My, my only gripe with this is that it has too much powdered sugar, which is really common for flavored croissants, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, for almond croissants. But that's fine because I can just knock some right off.
0: What I like about this is that almond paste is really not terribly sweet at all. Mm hmm. Mm.
1: What I like about chew is it's, <clears throat> it's chewy. Mm
0: hmm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
1: So chocolate croissants, I, I feel like I, I've mixed feelings about because so often a chocolate croissant has like sort of a perfunctory, not very high quality baton of chocolate in it and not even enough Boo. chocolate. <laughs> Boo to batons. Your baton work sucks.
0: Um, no, but, I agree. Sometimes it's kind of like too sweet, crappy kind of chocolate.
1: Yeah. Um, and and such small portions. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but but when a chocolate croissant is done with care, with good quality chocolate and uh, you know enough chocolate, and they've taken pains to like have it integrated sort of throughout the croissant, I'm all over that.
0: Oh, I, I really like it. Yeah, I'm a big fan.
1: And the other thing is, have you ever had the the Trader Joe's bake at home croissants?
0: I've not, but I've heard they're good.
1: I, I meant to get some and I did not, but um, they are they are not only good. I suspect they are probably the best croissants available in many parts of the United States.
0: I would buy that.
1: Um, because not just literally, because, yeah, not just because fresh baked, um, is, uh, is always a nice thing. Um, but, uh, they're really quite well done and they're, and they're amazing. You know, it's an amazing science experiment because you take out these little teeny tiny frozen croissants <laughs> that are like, you know, the size of a, a beetle, um,
0: are they really that like that tiny?
1: Why did I say a beetle? Why I'm why was not that the sure. thing?
0: Do you mean a Volkswagen Beetle? Yeah, they're the
1: son of a Volkswagen <laughs> Beetle. You leave them on your on the counter to to uh, thaw they and swell rise to the overnight. Size
0: of an SUV. Yeah,
1: they and then you you um, you have a Hummer in the morning. <laughs> um and uh, so they um they start out you know they're like an inch long and then they grow overnight and then they they spring more when you bake them and uh, they're just really quite good. You know, they're a little on the greasy side. They're, they're not as good as a, a uh, professionally made French bakery croissant, but they're not bad at all by comparison.
0: How do you feel about Pillsbury Crescent Rolls?
1: <laughs> I feel like they are an unrelated, it's, it's a convergent evolution thing. <laughs> they,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, um, they're uh, they're not they're not croissants. They're not pretending to be croissants. I like I, I
0: them. I do like how salty they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're really salty.
1: Um, like and so find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com. And on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. You can also find us on iTunes. Uh, maybe you already did. You can yeah. leave us a review. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, or, or as it's called in France, uh, sp- sp- Spilled.
0: <laughs> I think that's German. <laughs>
1: um, I'm um, Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Hamster <laughs> given a choice between a Pillsbury Crescent roll or a Costco and croissant.
0: certain death. <laughs> Go on.
1: Um, you, you you, see, you, you don't really get this dilemma thing, do you?
0: <laughs> I would choose the Pillsbury Crescent roll. Over death. Over death. <laughs> yeah. Okay, glad we established that. Great. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem says uh, you did it You stumped this charming devil